The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM. Let's create. I'm going out with the girls this weekend. Nails, done. Outfit, stunner. And my skin? I know it's going to be glowing because I glammed up my shower routine with new Olay Indulgent Moisture Body Wash. It smells so luxurious and deeply moisturizes with its super rich, creamy lather that's bursting with vitamin B3 complex. So my skin glows and my confidence grows. Try new Olay Indulgent Moisture Body Wash for glowing skin in just 14 days. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Podcast. All right. Well, I've done my job for the day. Wow. Even by our standards, that's a that's yeah. an intro. That's actually one of your better ones. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. This is, of course, It Could Happen Here, a show about how things um, aren't going so great, kind of falling apart, crumbling a bit, but also maybe things could be better. That would be nice. Let's try and do that. Today is one of the Maybe Things Could Be Better episodes, and we are talking about the ongoing wave of strikes. Uh, we had Striketober last month with the uh, John Deere strikes and and, and strikes, uh, and, and like, uh, whatchamacallit, a couple of different food companies, bunch of strikes. Um, and today, we would like to get an update on all the motherfuckers who are out there striking for better conditions um, and, and better treatment, um, and today... For that purpose, we've brought on the great Kim Kelly. Kim, you are a journalist uh, who focuses a hell of a lot on labor. You've been up and down uh, to the, some of the coal strikes that have been going on. You were there for the Amazon um, attempt to form the union in, um, oh, geez, was that uh, Arizona? Alabama. Um, Alabama, Alabama. Um, and you're writing a book on the history of labor um, in the United States. So I'd, I'd like to just kind of turn the floor over to you. There's well. a floor. 
There is a, okay. There is a floor. Yeah. There's it's no filthy. ceiling. There's a floor. It is filthy. Just as well, a heads up. You know, we're doing our best, aren't we? Yeah. No, Some of we're, us are. We are, yeah. You are. We are not. <laughs> I am. I'm trying to keep up with all this mm-hmm. labor action, this exciting action, mm-hmm. hot labor action. Yeah, tell us some <laughs> hot labor action stories. Uh, so as you mentioned, we're just kind of coasting off of the peak of Striketober, which was such a fun thing to kind of see explode in the mainstream consciousness. Like usually labor stories, they're a big deal to the people that are involved in them and people in the labor world who are watching and like rooting for them. But they don't necessarily end up on like, you know, the mainstream, like the t- they don't end up on the TV. They don't end up with like fancy old guys talking about it on Dateline or whatever. Right. But that's something that happened. And I think there's been a real shift in consciousness that has accompanied that. And of course, you know, it's like Striketober is fun. There's all these these big strikes happening at the same time. But we, of course, need to remember that that didn't happen in a vacuum. There's people on strike now who have been on strike since before since before it was cool, right? Mm-hmm. Since much earlier. Like, shout out to the St. Vincent nurses up in Massachusetts and to the coal miners in Brookwood, Alabama, Warrior Met, who have both been on strike for over eight months. And they Jiminy kind of Christmas, right? So literally, like they're. Like they're in the middle of their toy drives for their children because they've been on strike for so long. And they kind of got a little bit left out of the conversation around striketober. And I think that just kind of shows that we need to be paying attention even when it's not as flashy or new or exciting. I mean, striketober is exciting, but, you know, they, there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I think is interesting and important Especially as we head into uh, strikes giving, which I guess we're doing. Yeah, uh, strikes giving, yeah. strikesmas, striking time. Strikeuary. I guess we can strike strikeuary for a couple day, months. The fourth of strike July. Yeah, it breaks stri- down after stri- a while. Yeah, yeah, it's it gets worse. Early and in the really, year. until we get to Labor Day, and by then, yeah, God. yeah, Strikers <laughs> Day. That one works pretty well. I'm I'm also yeah. a fan of Strikentine's Day. Um, Strikentine's Day. That's cute. Yeah, yeah love yeah, and rage, can, baby. We can keep this going. Yeah. <laughs> strike a ween. Well, strike what? Strike see, a ween. There's a missed opportunity there. Although <laughs> that that frightens me, Garrison, that the band Ween might go on strike, and I don't oh, know no. that society could. What would we do? Out. We wouldn't have our our. We would we would be completely out of Ween. Our reserves of Ween aren't going to last long if they stop. Yeah, what that's unacceptable. Reference. Yeah, there's been a a, tr- a tragic shortage of Ween for years now. I don't know that we can handle a strike. There Please has, continue, Kim. Yeah. I mean, I didn't realize you were a nerd, Robert. This is this kind of throws some things into question. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as, as a heavy metal dirtbag, I'm like contractually obligated to say things like that. But um, mm-hmm. as I was pontificating uh, a minute ago, oh, right. So as we go into mm-hmm. strikes giving, there are still more big strikes on the horizon and potential big strikes on the horizon. But part of the story that I think is also very energizing and important is the organizing that's happening in the new unions that are hopefully going to end up being formed not necessarily as a result of this wave of attention, but they're kind of caught up in the tide. I mean, we mm-hmm. look at the Starbucks workers in Buffalo who have scared the shit out of their employers to the point where they're flying executives in to follow them around the store and be like, please don't vote for a union. We need all of our billions of dollars. We can't share. Or, you know, even workers at Wirecutter who are threatening to strike on Black Friday and their whole thing is telling people what stuff to buy. Yeah. You know, in McDonald's workers in I think ten different either ten different cities or ten different states, ten different locations just went out on like a one day strike over sexual harassment in the workplace. 
Kroger workers are taking a strike authorization vote in Texas. We have multiple Amazon organizing attempts happening in Staten Island and a rerun of the election coming up in Bessemer, Alabama. And there's just so much happening that, you know, I, I hope that the novelty idea of the strikes told were strikes giving. I hope like that was fun, but I hope now that people are paying attention, that they stay interested and realize that, you know, labor stories, maybe it's not necessarily always like a big strike or like a cool picket line to look at. But there's a lot going on. Like every story is a work story. Every story is a labor story. And people seem like they're finally catching on to the fact that, yeah, we're all workers. And wow, cool things happen when we come together. Yeah, I, I hope that too. And I hope that, um, you know, the, the, the word on everybody's lips who's, I don't know, coming at this from kind of a little bit of a more uh, either radical or desperate point of view, depending on how you want to frame it, is like general strike, general strike. And, you know, there's... There's been some there's been people online who keep saying like okay well we're all just going to go on on Black Friday everybody general strike and it's like yeah well you don't you don't set that up on Twitter like the the, the unions that are striking now have strike funds and and put a lot of thought into it and have right. like had to take there's things you have to do in order to not irresponsibly like just screw over a bunch of working people um but yeah. it is like I I'm a believer in the potential of something like a general strike to to force significant uh, concessions. Um, I mean, if and we I, did it right. Yeah, big, I guess I... It's a big I, if. I, it, I mean, it's a huge if, because it's never really effectively been... Like, there's been pieces of it done. Like, we saw... I think the closest we've gotten in, like, my lifetime has been when the uh, the airline workers threatened to go on strike over the, uh, over the budget thing, and you just saw the federal government go, oh, fuck, nope, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> we can actually pass this thing. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, like that threat that I think that when Sarah Nelson said that, yeah. even like hinted towards that in 2019 during the government shutdown, that sort yeah. of, that was a tipping point. I think that's the first time people had, well, really was probably the first time in many people's lifetimes that an actual labor leader with that platform had even mentioned those words yeah. because a general, like general strikes historically kind of are more situated in that late 19th century, early 20th century, like labor swinging its dick around era. And we've been kneecapped so much that that doesn't feel as as possible. But I mean, the fact that she said it and she was part of the airline industry, if we're ever going to actually, you know, bring capital to its knees, we're going to need the transportation workers. We're going to need the dock workers. We're going to need to, like, actually analyze who is moving things around the country, who's making sure things work, and how can we get them to put down down their tools and be like, okay, we're going to do something about this. You know, the whole general strike idea... I mean, I mean, and arguably, like one of the first ones was, uh, you know, Black Reconstruction. They, uh, we do uh, the book. There's a uh, this argument that the first general strike was enslaved, enslaved people leaving the plantations and and withdrawing their labor from that situation. Like that was a form of striking. And I think the general strike is kind of an amorphous idea, especially online, yeah. as more people learn about labor and learn about it. But it's also like kind of a specific thing. Like, yeah. You can't just declare, like, okay, we're all not going to go to work tomorrow. Like, cool, but there's so much planning that goes into it to make sure that people are able to do that and sustain that. And the people that are traditionally, you know, already left out or the most vulnerable and marginalized, like, that their needs are prioritized because the people that can afford to declare general strike and not show up for a week, like, that's all well and good for them. But what about everyone else who can barely afford to go to work at all? 
Yeah, I've had these arguments with people online, and it's often like, well, you're saying we shouldn't do, like, if we just do it, people will figure it out. Like, the infrastructure will be built after the fact. And I'm like, that's, I'm I'm glad that you're in a situation where you feel like you could you could handle that kind of uncertainty, but like a single mother of four who relies on her her job to like keep them fed and alive isn't going to be like someone will figure out how to feed my kids like we'll, we'll, <laughs> like that's not right. how people work you know yeah this is where having like a robust commitment to mutual aid and yes. strike funds and like an actual com- fabric like the, having the fabric of community where you can depend on your neighbors instead of never talking to them like. A general strike would have a huge impact, but on who? Like, who would it hurt more if you didn't plan yeah. it properly? If you didn't have a, if you didn't have an actual grassroots network of people ready to help? If you didn't yeah. have the understanding that not everyone can just go run off in the streets. Some people like have mobility issues. Some people have children. Some people are older or sicker. Like, there's so much that goes into it. Yeah, it's like your car is fucked up and you know you need to take it in to get some stuff fixed or it's eventually going to break down entirely. But that doesn't mean the right solution is just get in there and, and start hitting shit with a hammer. Like, you need to, <laughs> there needs to be, like, some systemic way you approach it, right? Like, there's a proper way to fix an engine. Um, right, and we can do that. Like, we yeah. can start building those networks. We can start – you can organize your workplace and plug into the – into like the organized labor framework, which obviously has many flaws, not as radical as I would and many other people would like it to be, but they know how to do this shit. Like mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of different pieces that can be pulled together in different organizations and populations that need to work together if we're actually going to accomplish something like this. Yep. And I don't know if people are ready to put in all that work because it's more fun to tweet yeah, but I, I, mean, I am I, wondering. Yeah, as they say in Alabama, bless their hearts. You're you're spending a tremendous. I mean, as you just noted, you're spending a tremendous amount of time on the ground with a lot of these people, talking with them. Are you are you seeing kind of how how are you hearing them talk about the other strike efforts? You know, in other industries that are going on right now, because it has been more in the news than it's been at any point I can recall in the recent past. And I'm wondering how. In places like Bessemer, you know, in places like, um, you know, that coal miners strike you've been at, like, how are they being, are, to what extent are they talking about other strike efforts? Like, is that, does that seem to be something that there's a lot of kind of consciousness and discussion about, or is it just kind of in the background? I mean, it really depends. I, like you said, I've spent, I've spent most of my time with the coal miners over the past year. So I've been writing a book and I spend my yeah. one, uh, my one fun thing, but I've been, I mean, I talk to them every single day and I've been to Alabama lots of times and I, you know, I, I'm in a group chat with the wives. Like I, I, I know I have a decent grasp of what's going on. And honestly, the thing about it is that some, there, there are some folks who are very engaged and who have made Twitters and they have their Facebook groups and they do pay attention to what's happening. And I do think mm-hmm. they feel that kind of, excitement and that widespread sense of solidarity but one thing to re- that's important to remember especially for workers who are already disadvantaged or they're dealing with low-wage laborers like it's really hard to go on strike like there's a lot of shit they have to figure out like there's kids there's health issues there's how am i going to pay my rent like yeah strike funds are great but they don't cover everything like I think that's one of the realities that maybe gets sort of glossed over because we're also online and we like to you and me it feels like, oh, everyone's fucking stoked about these strikes. But for someone in rural Alabama who is just hoping this strike is over soon so they can go back to work and have some financial stability, they're not necessarily reading your tweets or like signing up for webinars or even paying attention to like cool other strike efforts. 
I'm sure some some folks are aware and they find have that time to plug in, but most people are just trying to get by. And like these are folks who spend like eight hours a day on the picket lines, and there's no cell phone service out where their picket lines are. Like, yeah. there's only so much that a normal, regular worker on the picket line can do to keep up. Yeah. And um, you came into this, I think, unlike a lot of the people who are who are actually striking. You you came into this with a lo- a lifelong history of the in- like of interest in kind of. Uh, uh, labor justice movements and, and whatnot, which I don't think most people who are in unions necessarily spend a ton of time studying the last hundred years of labor relations. Um, what has surprised you? Like, what what have what what has like been a new realization that you've gotten since you started covering this stuff on the ground in this most recent period? So the thing that really sticks with me, and I'm going back to my minors again because that's you know my mm-hmm. where, where the most familiarity, but something that I think has so much potential. And I'm not entirely sure how to articulate what that potential is, but so something I have seen is when this strike began, most, not all, but the majority of the folks involved in this particular strike were conservative Christian people who were, a lot of them voted for Trump, a lot of them were like just in that world, maybe not like, you know, wild MAGA people, but that's just what was the norm where they are in their community. And they don't really think about it that much. But there are some people that, I've seen, especially those who are involved in the mutual aid efforts or have been, who have seen Birmingham DSA come out, who have kind of taken this kind of like wider view of what's happening, how they fit in. I've seen their politics and their perspective shift. Like there are some people who are like straight up socialists now that Mm -hmm. seven months ago would have probably spit in your face or at least given you a hell of a look if you had even suggested such a thing. And this is a small sample size and this is a unique situation. But I think it really speaks to the potential there to like reach people who are very ideologically, politically different from what we maybe think of as labor people, as progressive, radical, whatever people on like our team, right? Mm-hmm. But the the power of the strike and the power of labor is that there is so much there. There's kind of an inherent common ground because so many people, most people, a lot of people, most people have a job. A lot of people hate their boss. You can kind of build from that very, very low baseline and find more common ground and kind of you can you can work towards a better understanding. Like maybe you're not going to be best friends, but you can potentially shift someone's harmful worldview by exposing them to new ideas once they trust that you're not just there to tell them they're wrong and stupid and bad. You're like, look, we I, we're, we're coming at this like I, I'm going to talk to you like a person I understand we see the world differently, but like, you know, I'm here to support you. I'm here listening to you. Maybe you could listen to what I have to say too. Maybe it might change how you see things. And sometimes it works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what else works, Kim? Blowing shit up. Well, okay. (laughs) Allegedly. Um, In Minecraft. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say cap adds... Cap adsalisms. Ads and services. Um, but I like your answer better, so let's just <laughs> let's just let's just roll out with that. Yes. 
The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at High Five Casino! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. What are you looking for in a new smart TV? 4K picture quality? High quality and immersive sound? A sleek design? All of those are givens, but only the new Roku Pro Series has all of those and the Roku Streaming Experience, an award-winning OS. Get fast, easy access to all your apps like iHeart, where you can stream all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts all day, and regular, all-inclusive trips to Roku City. The new Roku Pro Series, a smart TV built by the streaming pros. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Material support, right? Like yeah. Another concrete example there, the Birmingham DSA has been very active in fundraising and showing up and just providing support for the miners mm-hmm. and, and the people on strike. And this is not necessarily a population of people that like the idea of socialism, whatever idea of it is that they hold, because Fox News and Rush Limbaugh are, are big cultural yeah. standbys there. Like, whatever they think socialism is. And then have a bunch of socialists show up and just practice solidarity and mutual aid and practice socialism. And they're like, oh, these, these guys are great. Thank you for coming out. It's things like that, where it's like, I feel like so much of, of radical politics and various, you know, various tendencies, there's just like a branding problem. And there's a propaganda problem on the, yeah. the right wing and the mainstream media doesn't tell anybody what anything means. Like, yeah, that's, and it's, that's it's, a broader conversation, right? But it's the, yeah. yeah, I felt for a while like, one of the things that leftist organizers need to get better at doing is is being willing to like drop names when they're not productive. Like, okay, maybe these people, because of the media environment they've grown up in, are never going to want to consider themselves socialists. But if they are willing to organize together and support the efforts of other working people to organize together against uh, the capital holding class, like then 
okay, like, what is it? Why do you need them to like start quoting Karl Marx, or is it just cool that you've <laughs> you've got them doing what they like? Yeah, I, 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 that makes a lot of sense to me. That like, yeah, some that you can get a lot of these people on board with again, pretty radical things if you're if you're kind of approaching it from within their world, from within like, I'm not trying to talk to you about burning down the system. I'm trying to talk to you about how you get what you need. And it just so happens that how you get what you need um, is taking the system on in a very direct way. Um, I mean, so many ideas that are painted as radical just like aren't mm -hmm. like it's normal people caring for them. Like it is like community care and common sense. It's just been politicized to this insane extent like even like a lot, a lot of the tenants of mutual aid you could even see pop up in a lot of like church communities as well at least like yeah. at least like smaller you know closer knit like communities that are actually like based around helping each other at least i've i've i've, I've observed that in a lot of my time traveling across the states Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's a huge part of it. Like the the church is the only mutual aid option in so many like smaller and more isolated rural communities, or just communities where the church is a big deal. Like, there's always ways to chip away at these institutions and eventually, hopefully, burn them down. Right, without alienating people and making them feel like you're coming in and telling them everything you believe is wrong. And I'm sure, and yeah, make no mistake. Some of these folks, I'm sure they believe things that are absolute garbage, and I would never. Yeah, everybody does, but. Yeah, you know, like there's, you know, but there's, there's just that covering this strike in particular has really just taught me a lot about the gray areas in between, not in a like wishy-washy liberal way, but just in a way of like, how do you relate to normal fucking people who see the world differently, but are in yeah. ultimately the same struggle as you? Like, maybe I could, I, I mean, going down there, <laughs> the, the only time I've been around that many Trump supporters was like at protests where I was yelling at them or like mm -hmm. at my family dinners so i wasn't you know I, I wasn't expecting to make friends but then i did and i think hopefully we've we've shifted each other's perspectives a little bit in a way that's beneficial i don't know it's been it's been interesting yeah it's, talking to people really is a lot different than tweeting at them yeah as a rule don't tweet would be my recommendation <laughs> to people never um never Talk take your that. yeah Talk to your neighbors and be nice to people when you buy coffee or food from them, and you'd be yeah. amazed what happens. And yeah, and t tell your neighbors, hey, I'm taking my phone down to the river to throw it in. Can I take your phone with me? Can we just all throw our phones in the river? Um, yeah, yeah, you can see how far they get you. If you want to, if you're going to start out being the weird neighbor, it's a strong mm -hmm. start. Look, Who we've already killed the water system, so it's fine. Like just <sighs> right in the river with the car batteries. You know, <laughs> good for the eels. The thing I love about our show is just the hope is is the incredibly uh, hope injected optimism that we start and end every episode with. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but no, but I mean, like I me, mean, like yeah. Get, get, the more people you know in your community, especially people who are like working class, you know, when bad stuff starts happening, the more people you know, the better, because that's a I'm guessing a lot of the a lot of these people who are like you know like 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 um like old like old union workers, they have a lot of like physical skills like like they, they 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 know how to do a whole bunch of stuff and it might be worth getting to know some of those people even if you know depending where you live like yeah they'll, they'll probably say something not great uh at least for you know the first bit but once you know i i've, I've a lot of family in like a rural area of alberta and like yeah my, my family is like pretty gay um so you know once you're in close to those people yeah they're they're gonna say something that's maybe not great 
but once they get to like know you and re- like be like oh like you're another person they like people actually you know people want to be around other people and they'll even change the way they talk to be like oh yeah maybe this isn't the best way to hang out around people because it's going to drive people away so yeah I'll, I'll i'll change the way i say some things it's like it turns out people actually like a lot of a lot of folks just kind of want to make their lives a bit better and that's really their main focus yeah um it's hard enough to do that <laughs> and it's 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 just this matter of like so much of what um so much of what kind of the the way that discourse happens online has poisoned aspects of activism is in like making it difficult for people to relate in that way without feeling like well okay but if i can't get them on board with all of these other things like i can't talk with them or whatever like because they're because they don't agree with yeah, this like, and this and this like we can't organize you know, like no like the purity of ideology yeah Right. Like, I feel like it, most people who aren't terminally online don't even necessarily have like a specific ideology. Absolutely just, not. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Like, there's just stuff that they have learned or they've decided that is true about the world. They just kind of go with it and they'll yeah. like interrogate it all the time. And you can like those are people you can talk to and maybe shift. Like I've, yeah. I've done it with my dad. Like I've seen it happen with some of these conservative coal miner folks. Like even yeah. something as small as being able to humanize, like, like. Okay, if you're talking about something, oh, like, well, the thing you said, like, that really upset Joey. And you like Joey, so, like, maybe think about that. And they'll probably be chiller because, like, oh, well, that's, you know, that's Joey. I can't, I don't want to be a dick to him. If we can just find a way to enact that on a very broad scale, (laughs) life would be a lot better for a lot of people. Yeah, it's this this dichotomy between a lot of people want to own the folks they see as, like, being against them or being on the other side. But also, people don't want to be a dick to people that like they like you don't want to feel like you're a dick so if you if you lean more into the we're in opposition then you're going to trigger the well i want to i want to make the person who disagrees with me angry side of the brain but if you can lean into the like hey like we can get along like and i and 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 maybe you don't want to feel like an asshole if we get along then I don't know. That's a productive place to to continue conversations from, and a good way to shift people. I think. And then when your and then when your area floods because of severe rain yeah. and storms, then we have people that can help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the importance of interacting with people in person, like offline, which is like obviously more difficult to do because we're still trapped in a pandemic. Yeah, there's and not plague. everyone can be at. like there. Caveat, caveat, caveat. But like, it's so much easier to talk to someone and kind of and like see the world you shift or even just humanize yourself to someone who is inclined to not thinking of you as someone worth talking to. Like, yeah, as long as it's not, you're not putting yourself in danger. Like there's, yeah, obviously you know, we're, it's easy we're not for me talking to say stuff about, like this. I'm a blonde lady, you know, but yeah, still, we're not talking about like, Oh, you have to go be friendly to people who like want to murder you because you're trans. No, no it's, it's about, no, we're not saying that. that, but most of these people don't Both think that people. maybe they have some regressive attitudes. No, towards, or or they'll know. use the word gay to mean something, you know, not yeah. cool. And you'd be like, hey, you know, I have to do They'd be like, hey, you know, I'm, you know, I'm actually gay. And blah, blah, blah. Or maybe you don't open that. Maybe you do, depending on the situation to be like, yeah, hey, I'll, maybe, maybe there's other words that we can use for this because yeah, whatever. Yeah. And, and you can shift people into a, a a closer alliance um just by becoming a human in their eyes and also letting them become a human in your eyes um which is necessary the other option is not a pleasant one so i would prefer the option where more people grow to see each other as human and worth supporting 
Right. That, I know that there's seems this like argu- a better tactic to me. Yeah, I know there's this <laughs> argument where like no one is owed. Like I shouldn't have to educate you. I shouldn't have to put the mm-hmm. time into to shift you. And like that is valid. That's fair. Like you shouldn't have to. But ideally, if, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Right? But yeah. But, I, it, but if you want to that change to happen, it's probably not going to happen unless you put some effort in because they're probably not gonna because they think they're fine. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. There's a bunch of shit that you shouldn't have to do that we're also all going to have to do. Like, I, we, I, shouldn't, we, I shouldn't have to say, hey, guys, maybe we don't kill the ocean. Maybe killing the ocean is a bad idea. Like, I shouldn't have to. No one should have to say that, but we do. Could we like, not? Because we're just, otherwise can going we to kill the stop? ocean. Yeah. Can yeah. we just not, please? Like, the, the fact just that you shouldn't have to do something also doesn't mean that, like, the thing doesn't need to be done. And obviously, I don't think that the primary onus on speaking to let's say, the kind of increasingly radicalized uh, white, lower middle and middle class. I don't think that falls primarily on on people of color, on on the LGBT community. It falls on people like you and me, Kim, you know? Literally, Um, yeah. Yeah, but it still has to be done. Like, it's a thing that needs to be done. And I'm not saying, hey, you out there who, you know, left where you grew up in rural Alabama because someone was going to fucking murder you and you had to get to a place where you could not deal with that – I'm not saying you need to go rolling back to to Alabama, um, but it's good that people are talking and and working with and trying to build connections with folks out there and change the nature of kind of aspects of the culture and make things better because that needs to be done. We can't just be like, well, fuck some of those people. Yeah, and we get the, that yeah. is definitely easier if you are like one of the bros. If if you are, you know, a a, a bigger. Mm-hmm cis adjacent dude yeah that is that is of course gonna make things For easier sure. yeah i, I really, mean the, I... Way you, the way you think about it, like that's kind of the tax yeah that's not the mm-hmm. right word but the fact that you do feel comfortable and you're you're safe and you're not mm-hmm. under a threat in those spaces because of who you are like as like a white cis or even a white cis lady like you like the price you pay for that is making it easier for everyone else to feel that yeah. too. Like exactly. that's the, like that's your job. Other you, people's you, job is to survive and be safe. You can be you the know? one that pushes the boundaries on these things. So when someone says something not great, you can kind of call them out in like a broish way, and they can respond to that a lot better than you know than a, a lot of other people who they don't know. You know, mm-hmm. screaming at them in a no context scenario. Yeah. Be like, oh, like oh, you don't. I'm like, a, I'm a pretty lady. You don't want to make me upset by being rude. That's exactly. Rude. Yeah. Like, like you shouldn't. You should see this thing as rude and not okay. Like the amount of men who have apologized to me down there for swearing is yep. so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man, my dude. I live in Philadelphia, but that's cute. But if mm-hmm. I could just harness any of that, like chivalrous, whatever chivalrous patriarchal viewpoint of like hey apply this to being cool to my trans friends or like mm-hmm. not being rude to anyone else like sure i'm down <laughs> yeah we don't take kindly to misgendering around these parts yeah <laughs> high five casino is a social casino with real prizes and big vegas hits at highfivecasino.com the hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com HighFiveCasino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at high the number 5 casinocom High Five Casino Hello, iHeart listener. 
we have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing Watson X Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash governance. IBM. Let's create. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. For a lot of people, at least, you know, when I worked at like smaller workplaces, you know, where it's like a small business where I know the owner, the even if me and some other employees want to unionize, the prospect is always kind of more weird or challenging because, you know, it's a smaller business. Maybe it's like connected to like a larger, you know, larger overall industry. You know, like when I was like a, when I, when I was like a parkour instructor, right, I, I, I had discussions with other with other like employees about doing you know like a, a parkour instructors union type thing but it, but it's, it's it's hard when there's when there's like not many of you or you like you know the owner what would you say is like good good ways to at least get that get that conversation going among other employees and then you know like similar similar examples from other stuff for people who deal with like smaller workplaces that aren't you know like a coal worker they're not working for like amazon or anything you know it's it's more like small local stuff Right. So like the the most important basic building block of of all this is one on one conversations, is organizing. Right. And even if you just work with like three or four other people and maybe unionizing in a formal structure doesn't necessarily make sense or it seems like it might be too much of a headache. You're still you know, like a group of workers coming together is still a union. It doesn't matter what the NLRB has to say about it. And you, you have shared interests and shared challenges and there's things that work you probably want to change. So even coming together and discussing that with your coworkers. Like there's no law that says you have to be in a union if you want to get some shit done. You can march on your boss, IWW style, and make them and demand a meeting. You can make a petition. You can do public pressure campaigns. Like all of the things, well not all of them, but a lot of the tools that we see organized labor engaging in and unions engaging in, those are those are um available to everyone else too it's easier if you're within that framework because you have that firepower behind you and you have maybe some legal protections but just as workers 
you know, th- th- I guess that's more in like the IWW solidarity unionism model, yeah. right? Where like we don't like we don't need you know stinking badges. Like we're a union because we say we're a union. We're gonna take control of things in our own way. And like you see this in um, I'm trying to think. I think I, what's it called? Diversity threads. There's a there's a thrift shop in I think Richmond, Virginia, where workers just uh, like they weren't being treated properly. I think it was like a like a queer community space that wasn't living up to its values due to actions by management. And so they just put a, a letter on the door and said, we're not coming to work until you fix this. Here are our clear demands. Here's what we need. Here you go. Figure it out. Like, I don't think they're in a formal union, but they're acting collectively. And that's something that is totally available to, to everyone as long as you're in a workplace. If you're an independent contractor like me and probably some of you, that sucks and it's harder. But you can always find your people and you can always there's always options right like you don't have to just join a union you don't have to be a teamster to get shit done yeah i think you know when you were saying that i was going through my past experiences at places like that and i'm like yeah we we kind of did do some of that stuff to varying degrees of success sometimes it works out well sometimes it doesn't work out so well um but yeah i mean there was definitely a while where we did that did definitely make some make some decent changes kind of based on on that model yeah, it's kind of a shift in perception where like you were just doing this because this is because you're a worker and like we we need to do this. But if you just take a step back and think of it as like this is a labor action, we're a union of workers. Like even just that little shift where it's like it's you know it's always us against them, but like it's us as a little as a group as a collective against this manager against this exploitative practice. I think that adds a little bit of power and a little bit of energy because you you realize you know I'm still I think maybe it makes you feel a little less alone. And also, yeah, like, yeah, in, absolutely. And like, I, you know, concerted activity is a legally protective right too. So, like, there are some bits and pieces of labor law that are useful in these situations too. If you have a nerdy friend who would like to read about them for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think that's going to do it for us here. At it could happen here. Um, until next time, remember, um, uh, uh, fuck it, organize. And where can people find uh, Kim Kelly online if we want to mm-hmm. send angry tweets? Oh, well, just try me, buddy. Um, I'm yeah. at, Gr- at Grim Kim because my college radio DJ name will never die. And uh, you can, if you are thus inclined, you can pre-order my book, Fight Like Hell, The Untold History of American Labor on the Internet. Hopefully not Amazon. Mm-hmm. Hopefully not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you do, like, thank you. But there's other places that are better. Do you uh, do you want people to send you a bunch of random knives, Kim? Knives? I mean, I wouldn't. We've had a lot of luck with that in the past. <laughs> I like knives. I like skincare. I like loose mm-hmm. leaf tea. I contain multitudes, really. S- send Kim a loose leaf tea skincare knife. One of those. <laughs> one of those exfoliating knives with a with a tea infuser in the in the hilt. Wow, Somebody that make that. Great. Somebody that make sounds that like, product. That sounds yeah. like the next behind the bastards merch. Yeah, the tea yeah. knife. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll put that out after we get finished. We're we've got a very exciting Black Friday product this year, which is a uh, a, a male to male light socket adapter. Um, people say you shouldn't do it. They say it causes electrocution and fires and death. And I think those people are cucks. Um, buy our male to male adapter. Show the the woke establishment that you won't be you won't be chained. Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. 
For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. The following is a high-five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. What are you looking for in a new smart TV? 4K picture quality, high quality and immersive sound, a sleek design. All of those are givens, but only the new Roku Pro Series has all of those and the Roku streaming experience, an award-winning OS. Get fast, easy access to all your apps like iHeart, where you can stream all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts all day. And regular, all-inclusive trips to Roku City. The new Roku Pro Series. A smart TV built by the streaming pros. What's up, guys? This is Sean, Lights Out Merriman. And Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at LightsOutXF.com. And we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes for fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to LightsOutXF.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.